what is the deal everyone and welcome to the transitions podcast i'm your host breeze that's b-r-double-e-z-e and just as a reminder this is a video show so if you want to get the whole i guess podcast experience uh, make sure that you tune in to the uh transitions podcast youtube channel where you can see me talking (laughs) um Also, make sure that you are following the podcast socials as well as mine Um, just for updates and anything that you would like to know about me personally, probably be able to find on my socials. So uh, you can hit me at Breeziono X. That's B-R-E-E-Z-I-O-N-O with an X on the end. And the podcast is Transitions Pod or Transitions underscore pod, I should say, um, on Twitter and IG and Transitions Podcast on TikTok. So yeah um i wasn't even gonna make this episode or not i shouldn't say i wasn't gonna make this episode i wasn't gonna shoot a video for this particular episode because i have this enormous pimple (laughs) on my nose and you can't really see it like on camera but like i can feel it and it hurts like hell and part of it is because i um i'm really bad at tee shots like i don't know if anyone else has this problem but like i'm fucking terrible with staying on top of my tee shots like i probably am late to almost every single one since mm, i want to say since like i started growing like a lot of facial hair <laughs> like and i know that that's silly but that is probably when i stopped being like super super consistent with my tee shots and i know that that's terrible and my endocrinologist is gonna kill me but my labs usually come back okay but yeah i got this i got this pimple because i think uh, i got a little bit of hormonal imbalance uh, just because i'm supposed to take weekly shots and it ends up being like a week and a half usually between shots so mm, i gotta get better at that so yeah i'm drinking tons of water you know what i mean tea tree oil all of those great fantastic acne remedies washing my face with some great cerave uh to get this shit going and off my face but yeah i wasn't gonna shoot the video because i was like damn man this shit is red like it's it's bad but <laughs> it's yeah it, it's, it's a good time to be alive or I, I mean it's a crazy time to be alive honestly like shit is wild like i ain't about to lie it's uh it's definitely thrown me um i was watching the news with my wife and i'll be honest y'all like i do not watch the news like at all it's really not my thing it's not my shit at all um and the reason is just because it's really misleading and it's just depressing as hell to watch that shit um and i don't fuck with the media really at all uh just because they they do tend to control like these asinine like narratives and i know what a lot of people are gonna think they're gonna be like oh my god breeze you're a fucking republican no i'm not i'm actually like politically homeless because either side to me is full of shit you know what i mean like they blow smoke up your ass for as long as humanly possible um you know and as long as they can get away with telling you whatever the hell they want to you know each side is going to tell you whatever the fuck you want to hear so i am not big into politics it's really not my shit um but obviously you know what i mean like some politicians you know they 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 lay their bigotry out you know and expose it a little bit more than others but i won't say that it it's non-existent in any of them um until i you know know that for sure that <laughs> they don't have like any uh any of their own personal you know like 
I guess reservations or beliefs about shit, but I, I don't know that to be true for everyone. So I tend to not give politicians the benefit of the doubt. So a little tidbit about me, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, we were watching the news and shit and I was watching, uh, I, I was watching the breaking news of the leak, uh, for the overturn, the Supreme court overturning Roe v. Wade. And I was scrolling through Twitter and I found it amazing how many people like immediately jumped to like weaponizing their shitty ass opposing views and saying stupid ass shit like my body, my choice was thrown out when you said that trans women were women. And I'm like, wait, 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 what the fuck? So, of course, the tweet tweets like that, you know what I mean? They always come from like these dipshit, cis, white, (laughs) white men, cisgender white men. And it'd be wild to me because I'm just like bro mind your business like don't worry about trans women um but my question is always like why the hell do trans women always have to be in that particular argument you know what i mean like we're talking about women's freedoms what the fuck do trans women have to do with your argument you're saying so basically you're saying that trans women are not women okay fine whatever the fuck your bullshit ass opinion is you know what i mean like you keep that to yourself but what does that have to do with my body my choice is is that not even more of a reason like it's her body is her choice you know what i mean as a trans woman it's her body it's her choice it's her choice to do whatever she's going to do with it the same way that cisgender women whatever they're going to do with their bodies they can do now don't get me wrong you know what i mean i think that overturning roe v wade is egregious um i don't agree with abortion i don't like that's just how i am and i'm not i'm not one of these like pro-lifer people that are just gonna like knock down your door and i'm not doing all that I just simply don't agree with the act um, in in most scenarios. Um, I think that rape is, you know, a scenario where I think abortion is appropriate. I also think that like uh, where any in instances where like the mother would be at risk um, of, you know, like any, any anything uh, in regards to the pre- the pregnancy that is also i think a valid reason for abortions i think just because you're being promiscuous and having sex i don't think that that is a valid reason for having an abortion however i support whoever gets an abortion whenever they want to for whatever reason just because i don't agree with it doesn't mean that i'm about to be out here with picket signs and all kinds of shit i i'm not i mind my business i don't care what you do i don't agree with that but I don't care what other people do so i just think it's really silly that a lot of people just can't find it in themselves to mind their fucking business um i feel like that's what's wrong with a lot of the world i can never tell a woman what to do with her body and i would never vote in favor of controlling what she does um just because i disagree with that action as i said in the same respect that I would never want somebody to tell me what I can do with my body. I've been told by multiple people, like after I got top surgery, there's like, oh, why would you mutilate your body like that? Like, what the fuck is my body? Like, let me do whatever the fuck I want to do. Mind your fucking business. Um, had I not told you about me being trans and things like that, like you wouldn't even be able to cast that judgment. So I think that minding your business is probably the best course of action for this um so i don't think that you know like as far as like legislation is concerned i don't think that dangerous laws should be passed um that endanger the lives 
of women. I just don't. I think that women have been neglected far too much. So just to add one more thing, I don't, I don't think is any better. Um, you know, Roe v. Wade was a huge protection over, over women. And now we're just, we seem to be rolling shit back, which doesn't surprise me because there's a lot of misinformation and there are a lot of dumb motherfuckers in the age of information. There are a lot of dumb motherfuckers in this world. I have to say, like, Google is motherfucking free. But the fact that people don't use it is astonishing to me. So, I never understand why people can't just mind their fucking business. Live your life. Stay the fuck out of what other people do. Um, it doesn't affect you. And the argument, nine times out of ten, that most people are giving for this stupid-ass shit is, well, we have to try to save the kids. What kids are you referring to? Karen uh, like I just I just want to know like really though because no one gives a fuck about the kids that you know like are in foster care and no one no one ever fucking gives a shit about kids that have really shitty parents uh, I mean my wife is one of those people like I'll say that publicly I do not like my wife's mother however you know what I mean like that that's my reservation of opinion about that woman but there's just certain people that I feel like just shouldn't have kids but I don't see anybody like opening their their wallets, their hearts and their homes to these children. Um, so why is it when the fetus, not even a child, but a fetus is in the womb? Why do you care? You know what I mean? Like what someone else does with that, whether you agree with it or not, it doesn't really matter. Well, but why did why the fuck do you care? We're not talking about agreements. We're talking about why do you care? So as I see it is you guys are trying to like save the kids. OK, cool. If that's what you say, you're going to save the kids. I have news for a lot of you. I was a trans child. So most bigots, as they go, is I don't believe in abortion. Okay, cool. You also don't believe in homosexuality. You don't believe in transgender individuals. You, you also don't believe in shit like that. But newsflash, I was a trans child. So were you trying to save me or did I just slip through the cracks? And honestly, with zero representation, zero resources, um, for me, it was really hard for me to understand what the hell I was going through. And I don't think it spared me anything. I don't think it saved me from really much of anything, uh, for that matter. You know, just anything. It just made the experience of coming to know who I am that much more difficult. So, yeah, there are gay children. There are trans children. There are lesbian children. There are trans and non-binary children. It's important for them to be understood and not safe from your discomfort pertaining to this particular subject matter and topic. So things that matter are facts. So the New York Times actually just published an article um, about a study that began in like 2013 uh, from the Trans Youth Project. And the effort is following 317 children across the U.S. and Canada uh, who underwent social transitions. And... A social transition is not a medical transition. Like a lot of these arguments and these debates that end up coming up is like, well, children shouldn't be allowed to take hormone. Like that's not what the fuck a social transition even is. So just take a seat. Uh, a social transition is that of changing things like your pronouns. You know, that, that doesn't involve any any medical intervention to, you know, just simply change a pronoun from he to she or she to he. Um, clothing things like clothing, hairstyles, um, you know, that don't involve, again, medical interventions. So there have been a lot of heated debates <laughs> on whether children should or should not be able to do this. Um, 
And I really don't see the harm in it if you allow your children uh, to be free in, in who they are, in, in all aspects uh, of who they are. Um, so I think that, you know, kids should be allowed to socially transition. I know that if I was allowed to socially transition, it probably would have saved me a gun to my head, you know what I mean? Razor blades to my throat, uh, many to my wrists. Uh, it, it would have saved a lot of things if I was able to socially transition, um, even as young as six years old. So anyway, the study that um, the study found that like the vast majority of this group is still identifying as their gender five years later. Um, and many have actually begun their hormone medications in their adolescence uh, to prompt or prolong biological changes that align with, align with their gender identity. And the report actually shows that 2.5% of the children reverted back. 2.5. So out of this whole focus group, 2.5% of the children reverted back to their, their sex. I thought that that was pretty crazy because again like when arguments come up and debates come up it's always like well they don't know they don't know um they don't know what they want until later okay well here's later and we're talking about 97.5 percent of these kids still know that they were born the wrong gender so if you're a parent listening and you have the mindset that girls are girls and boys are boys and you know um let me explain the difference between sex and gender um, and just try to keep an open mind if you're one of those people that's really close-minded. Sex is a characteristic um, and that's typically biologically determined to get a little bit more in-depth. This is a physiological feature um, and or features. Uh, this includes chromosomes, hormone levels, and the function uh, as well as gene expression. So reproductive anatomy as well penis and vagina if we're not being clear those are the sex organs um and they're usually categorized as male or female so that's what sex is male or female okay where gender is a socially constructed i guess behavior and expression of these identities of what a boy or a girl or a woman or a man is and as well as gender diverse people people who do not not fall in the spectrum of man or woman um i think these gender influences um it's really how people tend to perceive themselves um and it's really how they perceive themselves and others and this is how we react um and interact with one another so gender identity is not binary it's not static it exists along a continuum that can and will uh, continue to change over time uh, this creates diversity in, in how individuals and groups understand experiences and express gender through roles that they take on or that have been placed upon them and as a relation as it pertains to relationship with others it's just very complex gender is not the same as sex it's just not and i know that's hard for a lot of people to wrap their minds around but it's just not it's the same way that people tend to talk about like masculinity and femininity and they take it out of con context the same way that they do with gender it's almost like males can't be feminine men can't be feminine women can't be masculine 
but why the fuck not? Why can't you exist in both realms? Like, why, why can't that happen? So, gender roles are typically not affiliated with sex. I know that a lot of people try to affiliate them with sex, but they're just not. So, a trans activist, um, I think that she has, like, the right idea. Her goal is to dispel transphobia and just ba break stereotypes about transgender people and i think she's got the right idea right idea she believes that children should be introduced to trans people at a young age uh, which will allow them to learn about trans people and i really don't see the harm in that either but a lot of people have disagreed loudly um with this saying that you know this will harm children um and i think that um that's a really sheltered and detrimental approach to it um I really think that, you know, a lot of kids could benefit from being exposed to things that are in society, you know what I mean? Just making it normal to be normal. And by that, I mean anything that's inside of your world, um, your small, you know, like view, it's not normal. It's your normal, but it's just not normal. It's not everyone's normal. There's no such thing as normal. So I think that in order to kind of what she's talking about dispel transphobia and stereotypes the best thing that you can do is actually go out and experience different people um i was very sheltered my whole family uh is asian and and white for the most part like my me myself and my brothers are like the only black people it wasn't until i actually got around black people that it it did dispel a lot of the discriminations that like my Asian family and then my white family had instilled in me about black people. Um, I never really understood like dynamics of like black family and just as a black man, it was hard for me to really navigate like who I am uh, on a cultural level just because my influences growing up you know, and, and what I had access to were just Asian and white people. And my, my mom made sure of that. And, and so did my grandparents and, and pretty much my whole family. You know what I mean? So I think it's important to make sure that your kids are exposed to all kinds of different things, people, culture, whatever it is, um, just because it makes them, these experiences make them more open-minded. So I think being more practical, knowing that children will eventually meet trans people, gay people, black people white people whatever you're whatever you're trying to keep your child from um they're gonna meet these people in the world so yeah uh, i don't see the harm in allowing them to meet them i don't know sooner uh a lot of people will say prematurely but i don't, I don't think that that's a pr appropriate word to to say for for this um you teach your children to be hateful you know what i mean like you teach your children the differences between people but all humans deserve decency um and respect and i think that that's very important to teach your kids at a young age um so you know for most people they're thinking like oh well if i expose my child to a you know to to a transgender person or uh, a gay person my child is going to be trans or gay like what the fuck that's really not how it works like i'm we're not responsible for gay and trans like let's just do simple math like this is how i like to look at it my mom cisgender woman my father cisgender man me transgender man 
my brother, cisgender man. My other brother, cisgender man. So how is it to be that two cisgender people, again, I was really sheltered as a child. I was not exposed to any gay or transgender people growing up into my adolescence. Nothing. How the hell did somebody turn me trans? And somebody didn't. It's just, it's simple. You don't, these things are not rubbed off. Like, they're not fucking contagious. Like, I know that a lot of people are just like, well, yeah, you know, they're going to be, no, they're not. They're just not. These ex There may be experiences that they have that awaken them to their true authentic self, but no, nobody turns you gay. Uh, nobody turns you trans. So I guess, you know, try to try try to dispel that from your from your mind. Um, but I just always felt like I was in the wrong body. So, you know, what I mean, I never felt comfortable living as a woman and even as being, you know, a child. So the freest I felt um, is the day I started tea and I knew that I was gonna live my life like the way that I wanted to um so I've coached you know I've refed kids um basketball games football games and I've had many encounters with numerous children um I mean I don't wear t-shirts that say hey I'm a trans man you know what I mean and most people don't know when when they see me I I get a lot like oh well like you've had a very successful transition and I don't think that that's an appropriate thing to say just because I mean it it alludes to the fact that maybe some people don't have a more aesthetic type of transition where I get from a lot of people like, oh, well, you pass so well. What the fuck does that even mean? How do I pass something? That's not a test. Like, I didn't pass anything at all. Like, I really don't have anything else to say on that topic. Like, it's just bullshit. Like, I hate hearing that shit. It's a very problematic fucking statement. So I guess it makes people feel better because they're like, oh, well, your transition is a lot more convincing. Like, what the fuck? It's, it doesn't need to be convincing. It needs to be for me. That's what it's for. I didn't transition in, in hopes that I would meet your standards for what a man looks like or what a woman looks like. That's fucking crazy. But you wouldn't be surprised. You'd be surprised, honestly. You'd be, you'd be, you wouldn't be surprised by the amount of people who are that ignorant, but you'd be surprised how many people fucking say that shit. Um, so... But yeah, that's that's de that's definitely a topic <laughs> for another day. So, if you truly love and care about your kids, I think it's important to make sure that you make your kids feel comfortable and represented in every way. And that doesn't just mean for trans and gay children. I mean for children in general. It doesn't matter. Whatever their interests are, you know, if they're if they're more introverted, you know, I, I feel like it's important to make sure that all kids are represented in every single way, just because having a rough childhood, you know, will teach you a lot. So I think kids should not be forced into doing anything that they don't want to do. Um, but I think that to allow kids to experience different people in different capacities, I think it's essential for, you know, like eradicating this like bias and discrimination that constantly goes on so you know babies aren't born bigots uh, that's probably like t-shirt worthy <laughs> we teach our children to be hateful we teach our children to be intolerant so the point um is 
that it's important to dead the transphobia and stereotypes and allow children to experience trans people or anyone for that matter um, as they are and not how you portray them to be. Um, so that's just my two Satoshis on the matter. And so if you're unfamiliar with Satoshis, I'm a Bitcoin nerd. Um, so it's the smallest denomination of a Bitcoin. Um, so instead of saying my two cents, I typically say my two Satoshis because fuck dollars. But that's a topic again for another day. Um, I'm just, I'm an enthusiast. So don't mind my nerdiest, my, my nerdiness. Um, I want to thank y'all for tapping in, you know, just letting me rant a little bit. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to have a few, few fellas on the show. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, there'll be more details coming soon. We're just trying to kind of, you know, like lock everything down, get some dates. Um, but I am going to have a few guys on the show, giving some input, telling you about their, you know, their transition, what they went through. And I think it's important to highlight all kinds of different people, um, in their experiences because, you know, some people have really great experiences. Some people are really intolerant. So anyway, make sure that you give me a follow. That's uh, B-R-E-E-Z-I-O-N-O-X. And follow the podcast, Transitions Podcast at Transitions underscore pod on IG and Twitter. And I'll catch y'all soon.